table with Gail. You're here with Catherine today on Coast Access Radio and the delightful Gail. Hello. Hello, Catherine. Once How, again. Once again, yes. Tanya will be back soon, taking a show back, I'm sure. I'm starting off again with something sweet. Ooh, so, she's after um, my heart, this uh, one. And this one it might seem a little bit fiddly to make, but okay. persevere. Okay. But persevere. All right. But uh, I looked at it and I thought, well, wasn't that fiddly really? But it can be if you're, you know, sort of not used to trying to make chocolate cups. So um, basically, have a go. So this here, uh, we start off with not a lot of ingredients, 200 grams of dark chocolate. Now that can be 70% or above. So that's my, I love dark chocolate. I prefer it to light. 12, now this seemed rather unusual because I thought, 12 half teaspoons of peanut butter, smooth mm. ones. And I thought, why didn't they just say six teaspoons? Yeah. But anyway, there's a reason for that. Okay. And 12 half teaspoons <laughs> of raspberry jam. And again, I thought, and I never read on, you see, because I was looking at this recipe and I was just thinking to myself, well, that's a bit weird. Why don't they just say six? But there's a reason for that. Okay. And uh, flaked salt. Okay, so no, um, please uh, keep these in the fridge when you finish making them because, you know, you want to maintain that gooey consistency, which it's going to give. Okay, so these, um, now what you're going to do is basically line mini muffin trays, and I've got a mini muffin tray with 12 mini muffin cases. So, um, and then make room in the freezer, get prepared. It's always pays to be prepared. And uh, for this is actually going to go into your freezer, so make sure you've got a space because you don't want to be running to the freezer and thinking, ah, 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 what am I going to do with all this meat or what am I going to do with all this stuff that I've frozen? Yep. So make a space. So we're going to do that first. Now, first of all, melt the chocolate. So we all know now you can do it in the microwave, but I think we should actually use the boiling water method uh, with the boiling water and a bowl that doesn't actually touch the water yeah. because it's really the steam and everything that melts the chocolate. So that's what you're doing. Um, and make sure you've got a heat-proof bowl, sort of like a Pyrex one or something like that. Good old Pyrex. <laughs> well, is it Pyrex? Yes, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, or yeah. one of those old bowls, Pretty you know, fashion ones. Yeah, yeah, unbreakable. And basically put your uh, 200 grams of chocolate in that and just keep an eye on it. And it's just going to melt over the, uh, the water. And um, when the chocolate's melted, turn off the heat. Bring the muffin tray over to the melted chocolate. Now, this is where you might be, you know, finding the magic of doing it right. Um, drizzle one teaspoon of melted chocolate into each mini muffin case. Mm -hmm. Now, as soon as it is in the chocolate, you quickly rotate that mini muffin case uh, so that you're actually making, you know, it's sort of like a cup. Yeah. Of, you know, it's basically. So I don't know how easy that's going to be. But anyway, um, give it a go. Uh, I, I, I might... Might give it a go. We'll see. So when you've done, um, you know, sort of like quarter way up the side, if you can, or a bit further, just do that. This will help form a shell, which is important to ensure that these turn out to be peanut butter jelly cups and not sandwiches. Oh. So, so basically, um, so put the tray. This is why we've got to have the, tr the freezer, you know, space ready. So when you've done that, Run out to your freezer, and these will just take a few minutes to harden. So that'll be lovely if they do that. Once they are hard, remove them from the freezer and place a half a teaspoon of butter because uh -huh. we've got 12, you see. Yeah. So that makes it, you know, yeah. if you've got a... It's good yeah, maths for uh, the kids. That's, uh, that is, it is, because I haven't got any measures, you know, like 
people have these lovely little measuring spoons that all hang off one big, you know, circle. Yeah. So if you've got a half a teaspoon one, well, you're going to be perfect. But with me, I just have to judge it. So you're putting a half a teaspoon of the peanut butter uh, into these um, shells. And then you're, um, uh, let me see, I've lost my way. Uh, and then if it's a bit runny, it will spread. So that means that's quite good. And then follow this with a half a teaspoon of raspberry jam in each case. So that's why it's 12 half a teaspoons. <laughs> that's obvious. And um, then you've got the remaining chocolate. Well, I hope you've got some remaining chocolate. <laughs> Might be all over uh, someone's yeah. face by now. <laughs> Add two teaspoons of the remaining melted chocolate to each case uh, and distribute it evenly. Um, the peanut butter and the jam should be completely covered. Now place that in the freezer, run away into the freezer again <laughs> for two minutes or more uh, to semi-set and remove and sprinkle each with a really decent pinch of salt. Now you see these in, you know, I think that chocolatier place in, yeah. in Coastlands Mall. And they look You sort really of fancy. see some with, you know, that lovely big sea salt over them and yeah. sort of think, oh, they look nice. Yeah. So, and then once you've put the salt over um, and put them back in the freezer, basically, yeah. um, so that they can harden. But never mind, you know, you keep these in the fridge. Once they come out of the freezer, keep them in the fridge because that'll keep the cases hard. And there you are. You've got these salted chocolate peanut butter and jelly cups. Did that sound uh, that very... That sounds very the, enticing. Yeah, very enticing, but, but did it sound awkward? You know, sort well, of like... Well, I can just imagine if I, when I'm doing it, there will be chocolate from one end of the crisp, of, of yeah. the kitchen to the other, but that's okay. Yeah, well, that's all I'm willing is. to give that a go. you got a dog? They could go around and lick it. No, I don't have a dog. I have a cat. I don't think she particularly oh, likes chocolate. I don't think dogs are not, are not supposed to have chocolate anymore. Anyway. Oh, no, they're not, are no, they? Don't no. listen to that, what no, I said. But it'll just no, be the but kids. Anyway, but <laughs> basically, um, the, the, the hardest part will be getting those the chocolate yes. to sort of run around the cases. But I think, you know, I think you'll be able to do it. Do you know what? If you achieve that, you think you're a bit fancy. Yeah, well, that's right. Yeah. Well, these actually looking, um, I can see that they haven't really come out into like, the cups that I imagined. But it uh, looks like... Um, oh, yeah, they're kind of like little... Like a set of, of drafts. flat ones, yeah. <laughs> you can pay drafts with these. You could pay drafts. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, they're not quite the cups. But anyway, obviously, you know, if you've got these little wee patty, mini patty pans, um, that's probably how they look. Oh, yeah, you can make them a little bit higher. Yeah, but you those can make them a little of, bit higher. Yeah, they yeah. look kind of flat. They do look yeah. quite a flat. But anyway, never mind. But it's, they sound it's delicious. For you to, it's for you to have a go at. I think that's a good... A good one for people to try. Yeah, I yeah. think so People too. love melting yeah. chocolate. I like yeah. peanut butter and I like raspberry jam. So, yeah, well, nice. I think it was raspberry jam. Yeah, Let's have a look. Yes. Yes. So, raspberry and jam. Like, and chocolate. Sounds like a good combination. It does, actually. actually. Yeah. 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 Yum. Right. What else have we got wow. today? I think, you know, this eggplant boy burger recipe. Mm. And um, I, I've, I've, well, I never used to be a fan of eggplants, but I am I love now. eggplant. Love growing a, a, it. A love friend actually cooked me some pan fried it for me, and uh, she was going, she said, "Oh, pan fried it." I was thinking, "Oh, gee, I'll have to eat it." <laughs> and anyway, it was absolutely beautiful, and I'm sold on eggplant yeah. now. So really, really lovely. So this here, we're going to start off. These are patties, and you can cook them on the barbecue, or if you haven't got a barbecue, look, you grill in your on your oven. So the um, 
patties are made with 800 grams of high-fat content mince, not lean, because we, we, we do need that little bit of fat, and a half a cup of uh, pecorino cheese, finely grated, which is a specialised cheese. I think it's an Italian cheese. Sounds like it. Yeah, it sounds like it. But I think, you know, look, don't let's get, you know, too hooked up on that cheese, but it probably adds to the flavour and um, use any other cheese. Salt and pepper to taste. Now, this is what interests me, and I'd probably make just the salt without the sauce without having to do the burgers. But this is marries all up together. So the eggplant mac sauce, it's called. Mm. So I'm not sure why where the mac comes in, but um, but anyway, two eggplants cut into small cubes, five garlic cloves chopped roughly. Two teaspoons of sugar, two teaspoons of white vinegar, three teaspoons of mayonnaise, one squirt, good squirt of tomato <laughs> sauce. I liked that. Very tasty. Yes. Two teaspoons of whole grain mustard, salt and pepper to taste. So that is your actually eggplant mac sauce ingredients. So really, when we're putting them together, we're obviously going to have a burger, aren't we? So you've got your burger buns, you've got Swiss cheese, Swiss cheese slices, smoked cheese slices, that's if you want them, one red onion, which I love red onion, sliced, and fresh lettuce leaves, and of course pickles if you want them. So we were talking about last week, I think, um, Catherine, about mixing stuff with your hands yes. and stuff. Yeah. So these, the, the ingredients, you just basically just hand mixing them. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff. There's cheese, salt, and pepper in the in the in the mince. Yeah. So you actually just gather those all together and mix it up, and then put into um, two or four patties or more if you like. But if it's four, what's that? Two hundred grams a a patty. That's quite a bit, isn't yeah. it? Quite a yeah. bit of meat. But anyway, that's up to you. You can do, you know, you might want to have got big eaters that like big patties, but mm. make as many as you like. So the eggplant mac sauce, add the chopped eggplant to a colander and cover with salt and let sit for five minutes or so until water droplets form on the outside of the flesh. Now, I think we do that with something else. What do we do? that Zucchini sometimes, don't we, if we want to... You know, cover them with salt, take the water out. Mm. Instead of when you're grating them or something, you put them in a tea towel and squeeze Squeeze. them and get all that moisture out. But anyway, that's what you're doing with the eggplant. And then rinse dry. So rinse and dry. And add to a large uh, cast iron skillet or frying pan with enough oil to cover the bottom. After two minutes on a medium heat, add the garlic and saute until the egg plant starts to get mushy and that's one thing about eggplant isn't it Catherine it really doesn't take that long to cook no it doesn't no which surprised me when my friend cooked it I thought oh we're here for a while but anyway it does it just cooks up really quickly and you will notice the eggplant soaks up the oil so you may need to add some small amounts as it cooks Mm. okay season with salt and pepper add the sugar now once the sugar has dissolved add the vinegar When the mixture has turned to a thick, mushy paste, take off the heat. Add the mayonnaise, tomato sauce, good squirt, and the whole grain mustard and mix. Now, all you're really doing is now is basically cooking your patties. And if you're on the barbecue um, or you're going to grill them in your home oven, that's fine. So the um, 
flip them, them till they're brown and then once they're browned what you can do is get out your burger buns put a beautiful lot of this mac sauce over the bottom of your burger uh, whatever vegetables you're having and it gives you you know what you can do here with lettuce onion cheese and pickles and then another you know sort of bit of mac sauce and your burger bun on the top now that that's that's a really built burger. That's that a is. proper burger. And what flavour, you know, absolutely yeah. beautiful. And uh, serve that up. And I actually have that lemon mac sauces just dripping out of the side of that burger. Oh, let me have and a it look. Looks lovely. Ooh, that sauce. Yeah. That looks absolutely delicious. I think you have ticked loads of boxes there for people. Well, I think the Kids, sauce itself. Blokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, blokes and the for sure. Females yeah. with the, you know, we love our bit of eggplant. I'm not saying that men don't, but, you know, they wouldn't no. even know. No, no, well, you wouldn't. Well, sweet and well, delicious exactly. and savoury. How Ooh. would they know? Because it goes to mush anyway. <laughs> so, I mean, if you didn't tell them, what well, they know. Oh, this sauce is lovely. Oh, if it's got eggplant in it. Hey, go snack some veggies in for the kids. Too. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So, that's. Our, um, our burger recipe. Love it. Well, with the chocolate and with that, I'm doing a heart sign <laughs> because you are the queen of hearts and we're going to play that song. Go oh, for it. Midnight and I'm waiting on the 1205 it'll take me just a little farther down the line the Moonlight You're just a heartache in disguise You want to keep my heart from breaking
Weber with Gail with more recipes. We're going to talk buns and rolls. That's buns, B-U-N, Nelly S. That's what we're talking yeah. about, some iced buns. That's right. And Catherine goes, oh, this, this looks interesting, you know. She might have a go at this, I actually. Am, definitely. It's good therapy too, actually, Catherine, because when you're kneading that dough, if you haven't got a dough hook, oh, it's good therapy. Oh, I love it. this. Mm. Okay, well, pay attention, everyone. Uh, pay attention. Right. So these you see actually in bakeries, you know, quite often because, you know, the lovely pink uh, icing on top, which is lovely. And if I get the opportunity sometimes, I do like to have a pink bun. And I think that's mock cream in the photos, but, of course, I'm, I'm for fresh. You're a purist. Yeah, I'm a purist, yes. So anyway, we're starting off now with a one and a half cups of lukewarm water. A third of a cup of brown sugar, three and a half teaspoons of yeast, three and a half cups of flour. And usually, um, I probably haven't mentioned to you, Catherine, but uh, high grade's quite good, but I, I just don't get too hung up on the flours. But okay. if, you're, if you're serious about things like that, you could use high grade flour. One teaspoon of salt, uh, 50 grams of butter, and make that at room temperature because you are going to actually mix it in later. And 15 grams of melted butter, so that's extra over and above your 50. So the method is um, place the water and the brown sugar in a bowl and leave to activate. So that's basically the yeast. Uh, have I got the yeast in? Uh, the sugar. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, the... So water, brown sugar, and yeast in a bowl. Oh, yes. and the yeast. Did I yep. mention that? No, I don't think I did. The yeast as well. But anyway, you do. You put that all in a bowl and uh, activate that. That 10 minutes. And it usually... Um, gets that little bit of froth okay. on the top, which kind of is bubbling -ish yeah, it is of. yeah, working away there. And uh, more often than not, I like to stick it in a sort of like a sunny position or mm. somewhere where it's warm because it gets it moving quicker. And then you're stirring in the the flour and the salt until the dough forms. Now, if you've got a dough hook on your mixer, well. Perfect, absolutely, because the dough hook will do all the work. But um, but if you haven't, uh, you need to use your hands, and that doesn't matter too because sometimes it's just good. Now, if you're using a mixer, that softened butter, you can actually just you know throw it in because it'll be soft and it will mix it through. But if you're doing it by hand and uh, on a floured board, um, you need to just sort of like um, dot the butter around and sort of make sure you're kneading that and pulling it and kneading it again. So just that which will take, you know, a bit longer. So when it's shiny and springs back when pressed, um, place the dough in an oiled um, bowl. So basically the one, if you're using a dough hook in your mixer, just whip that dough out, just quickly spray it with oil or something like that and then just put the dough back in. And you've got to leave that um, for a good while, probably one, one and a half, two hours. Um, go to the, you know, out and do your shopping or something and come back. And it should be, you know, twice the size or, you know, coming up in the bowl. So you do that, then um, you're going to tip the the uh, the dough onto a floured bench. And please make sure it's floured. I've got a special sort of baking sort of um, piece sheet I suppose that I put flour because I don't want to, you know, get over the wooden board and it's all, you know, yeah. thing. Whereas a, a nice um, sheet, just you know, you can go out and give the the birds whatever's left on it. It's really good. And so you're basically getting your a temperature in your stove to ready for 170 degrees Celsius because that's what you're going to be cooking in them. And the, divide this dough into 15 equal portions. Well, that's what they're saying because that's the amount of flour, etc. But you know, you might get 12. You might get a 
couple more so just and rind them up like sausages because these are sort of ice buns and um and then you're actually leaving them again for um another 45 minutes okay, okay. so it's a bit of a process yeah but basically but that's breads and rolls you have to exactly yeah. that's what you've got to do so yeah. it's basically just get on with your life during the day <laughs> and just do this in between and just come back to it all the time now what we're doing is we're going to bake these for 20 minutes and then you're going to sort of rotate them you know to make sure that they're all cooked so 10 minutes turn it around 10 minutes do it quickly because we don't want to lose the heat in the oven and um, remove from the oven. And don't forget, we've still got that melted butter waiting for you to. So get out your um, pastry brush and, um, you know, and brush it all them over with melted butter. And leave to cool completely on the rack. Okay. So the icing. Ooh, yummy. 100 <laughs> grams of softened butter. Now, a third of a cup, and I hadn't thought of this before, so this was just sort of new to me, to add berry jam to an icing. So uh, a third of a cup of mixed berry jam, or just, you know, any berry jam, three quarters of a cup of desiccated coconut, and also three quarters of a cup of icing sugar. And you're basically just, you know... um, mixing all that together and if the butter's softened it should be easy but you can put that in the mixer if you want to but I always use a, a good knife to do my icing with if it's you know not too um not too many ingredients just get a good old knife and sort of just okay. whip it around but you can put it into there now you can actually um mix that all together and spread the icing all thickly it says <laughs> thickly and on each bun and it should look thick and glorious and you can split the buns if you like and put some cream in between and um, and then just put a bit of jam over the top. But I would be just happy with the icing on top of the bun, believe me. And then I might just sort of slit it, you know, and put a little bit of butter, but I don't know. Mm. But anyway, quite easy. It's a little bit time-consuming in the fact that you're coming back to it and going to it, but basically it's quite simple. It looks pretty simple, but it also... Sounds really delicious, and that's oh my goodness! She's shown me a picture, and they've split it and they've put the cream and a bit mm, of jam. They have. And you Looks see like those... a raspberry sauce or something. They've sort well, of put yes, in the middle. Yeah, little dobs of uh, yeah. you know, raspberry on top, and um, basically, you know, you see these lined up in the bakery. So look, you can bake them yourself. There you go. Give that a go. That sounds delish. All right, now onto the rolls. Yes, we're on to the rolls. rolls. Yes, we're on to the rolls. Now, um, I suppose you could say, you know, savoury sausage rolls. Oh, what are you giving us a recipe for sausage rolls for? <laughs> you know, but this, you know, the pastry is easy enough. You can actually you can make it yourself, but I'm not going to give you the recipe for that because you can actually buy it and you can make it. But I I was impressed with the what went into the yes. sausage roll itself. Yeah. But I know we can buy them and it's all easy and everything, but, you know, homemade is good. So this here is the... Uh, the insides for the pastry uh, for your sausage rolls. So we've got one small onion, one tablespoon of oil, one large carrot grated, two teaspoons of smoked paprika, two teaspoons of dried basil, 250 grams of smoked streaky bacon, do you get the idea that a lot of this is smoked? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just realised that. Yeah. yeah, and um, and also um, we've got uh, one uh, third of a cup of tomato relish and five lamb or beef sausages. So that's your ingredients. So basically, um, peel and dice the onion, add the oil, 
and the um, uh, what else? What else is there? Oh, the carrot, the grated carrot, to a frying pan and cook over a low heat until transparent. Then um, basically add the uh, smoked paprika, the basil, uh, the bacon, which you've chopped, of course. I never mentioned that, but that, that bacon needs to be obviously chopped, and so does your onion. And cook until the vegetables are soft and any liquid has been evaporated. Add the tomato relish and cook for a further five minutes until the sauce has reduced. Then season with salt and pepper and then you're basically putting that in a bowl uh, and letting it cool, obviously, because now you've got to add the sausages or the, um, the lamb or beef sausages that you've, um, you know, that you've chosen to use. And basically get the uh, sausage meat out of the casings you know, by running them under cold water, I, I don't know whether you know that, but if you um, maybe being vegetarian, you may not. But you can just run those under cold water, get a sharp knife and slip the casing. And honestly, the, the meat inside just comes out really, really easy. But failing that, it is. But you can't, you can get um, sausage meat in packets, but I don't think you can get lamb sausage meat, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because if you like, to rather have a lamb sausage roll um you have to do it this way buy lamb sausages but i know when i've been into the supermarket can't find sausage meat in the in the um in the in the deli part um just grab some sausages and and do the casings at home yeah. so basically you're doing that rolling it up you roll your pastry out obviously you're going to just mark it and roll it up and then you're chopping them and you're cooking them at uh let me see uh, did I give you a temperature? 170. 170. Thank you, Catherine. Just lost my way there. And uh, basically for uh, 30 minutes, um, and that should be enough to finish off your sausage rolls. So it's about 16 to 18 sausage rolls, by the way. I think so, yeah. I think so, yeah, from um, from that mixture, because it's only um, five, five beef sausages. Um, so not a lot, but the bulk of it's made up with all those I mean, that's, a, you've, that's a, quite a fancy take on a, on a Well, that's classic. what I thought. That's yeah. what I thought. I thought, well, you know, let's have something different in the sausage rolls yeah. instead of just uh, usually people just put sausage, yeah. not even maybe onion, but a garlic salt maybe and pepper, and that's it, roll up, done. Yeah. But this one, um, I looked at it and I thought, hmm, that's different. I think so. listeners should have this one. Now, if you didn't get that recipe, it will be on the Facebook Page, the Coast Access Radio Facebook page. And also, you can listen to this episode again on Tuesdays at 4.30 and also on our website, coastaccessradio.org.nz. Gail, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Catherine. Lovely being here. Thank you very much. You're doing well. Thank you. <laughs> Tanya should be back soon. <laughs> This program is made with assistance from New Zealand On Air for radio broadcast and through the accessmedia.nz website. Thank you, New Zealand On Air.